Big Question Podcast. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Big Question Podcast. Joining us today is Kat. Hello. Joining us today is Rocky. Hi. Joining us today is, what is he called? Professor Appendage. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Kat, we've not spoken to you for months. No, I know. I can't even remember why, to be honest. I, I genuinely wondered whether you were in a mood with me. No, no. I I don't know. I think there was one when I was sick. There was one where it was clearing and I was on oh, I mean, a 12-hour day. I, I knew uh, that one. I, like, I was pretty... Yeah. I was pretty sad. I kind of know that September, October, and even August is like dodgy time for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit mad. And then I think there was one earlier in the year where my brother was in the middle of a meltdown. Uh, and I didn't really feel like I don't know having a joke because it was a bit horrible. Yeah, but, um, no, yeah. Funny. So I think it was just that really. I, I can't really remember. But anyway, hi, I'm back now. Yeah. Hi. Your brother's okay now? He has a job again, temporarily, so that's good. So you're not paying the mortgage solely? Not solely, no. Won't be losing the house just yet. Uh, it hasn't been it hasn't been great. He basically lost his job right at the beginning uh. of lockdown, and he was already signed off with depression, so it was like, oh, well, this is just fabulous. Um, yeah, and then because he didn't have a job, he was just drinking and smoking all day, every day, uh. so... But he yeah. does that anyway, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, send, send him a good old big question hug. He doesn't go on them kind of anti-mass protests, does he? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask that? Well, what kind bit... of moron does that? <laughs> I don't he's, know. It's like... He's a dick, but he's not that much of a <laughs> Wait dick. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's just... See, I like your brother. I think he's funny. But, like, he, he also sort moments. of... He also strikes me as the kind of person who could be a conspiracy theorist. Um, I'm not saying he is. He just sort of he he kind of kind of in some ways, yeah, but not not leaning in that direction. He's more like I don't know if it's conspiracy. I mean, he's basically a communist. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that makes him a conspiracy theorist, but no, no, it just means not, he has sassy memes. Yeah, he must be champing about corpse. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> To be honest, I think he's got so sick of politics. I think he's just sort of doesn't bother anymore. He just got banned from Facebook for life. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go on to the next topic. Rocky got banned from Twitter. Well, I did. But... I'm not really surprised you got banned from Twitter. Should I say? Well, uh, to be fair, it was. It, I mean, it was. A, it was my. It was my provocative account, wasn't it? Is this the one where you call everyone a cunt? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's been going for some time, but you know what, Gary? Gary, you said a few a few weeks ago. Oh, you know, it's been a bit it's been a bit inactive for a while. So I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm I'm going to target some some actual proper cunts rather than just like <laughs> rather than just you know the the famous ones. And I, I I came across this person that was very clearly demonstrating that she was a knobhead by not wearing a mask on a flight and essentially posting a picture of her and her party. Um, oh, these were the Brits on the German flight? Yeah. Yeah. It was basically Pricks. like... Them, them on, yeah, exactly. Them on a flight, they've I, taken I up bet, their... I bet £1 million they at some point in their life have said in all seriousness, two world wars and one world cup. <laughs> Well, they said something very similar to that because um, they said something like, no no German police can make us wear our masks. This is our last act of defiance on German soil by the Brits. I mean, I am pretty sure the German the German police can make her wear a mask if it, well, if it is the, uh, the, the rules over there. I'm pretty sure well, the German police have got, you know, the authority to tell you what to fucking do. In fairness, the Germans probably fund their prisons, though, so they wouldn't be in... <laughs> Wouldn't be in too much bother. It'd be quite a pleasant life for him, I imagine. I don't know. That's actually... See, it's interesting you say that, and I hadn't written this down, but it was a thought I had the other day that all the people who've spent the last 20 years going, oh, fucking prison, you know, it's too easy, isn't it? It's dead easy. Half of them people, I bet, are the people complaining about being locked down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mental health! I can't yeah. wear a mask. I can't wear a mask because I've registered some kind of... Um, mental issue. Hey, my sister's an anti-masker. Yeah. Although I've got um, Gary Lineker syndrome. <laughs> uh, 
Um, he forgot his though, and he's that must be absolutely awful for him because he's quite big on the like guys. Just just wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. And then he just forgot it. <laughs> I, I, the other day, Sorry, mate. I, the other day I went to the shop and I had com- completely forgotten to take a mask with me, and I did the decent thing. Which is just accept the fact that I fucked up and will go home and come back out again. Yeah, that's what I did. Only um, I live 15 seconds away from my shop, so I admit. <laughs> yeah, I'm more like 15 minutes, but you know, whatever. It's not a big deal. Well, you just go in and buy one and then just put that one on, right? Uh, no, well, no, because then I have to talk to people. And I'd rather walk for 30 more minutes than talk to people. Yeah, and spit while you're talking to them before you've got your mask, spitting all your horrible germs and viruses all over them infecting them with a new strain of, you know, COVID. Leftist shitposting COVID. So what happens when you get banned off Twitter, Rocky? So what ended up happening was that, obviously, like, out of all the thousands of people that were essentially calling her a cunt but not actually calling her a cunt, um, she managed to pick up on my one, retweeted it, and said, charming profile or something along those lines. Um... Your your account is literally called You Sir Are a Cunt. I know, right? Um, and it, she said something like, why does Twitter allow these people to exist? I was like, why does Twitter allow you to fucking exist? How <laughs> <laughs> <Mate. laughs> dare you? <laughs> fucking prick. Anyway, she obviously reported it. And then, and then uh, when I tried to log in, um, well, when I opened the app, it, it essentially said something like... Um, there's been some suspicious activity on your account, and we've suspended it. And then it made me put in my mobile number. But this was actually for my, like, main account. Um, so then I started to think, oh, they're trying to, like, trace it back to whoever it is, which they can probably do. Uh, yeah, um, 100%, because your IP is logged. So, And presumably well, the hardware address of the device it's coming from. Yeah, so. you can just say, it's my kids, mate. It's my kids in my house. Well, no, because if you've got the IP and the hardware address of the device, presumably you've got, on your phone, you've got your normal account and your cunt account. My kids use my phone, mate. Yeah, well, whatever. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, yeah, that happened. And then when I actually got in, um, because obviously in the Twitter app you can move from whichever profile you're logged in as and so I tried to move to that one and then when I did um, it basically said like you've you've been reported for this tweet you need to serve 12 hours ban um, and then you replied with cunt and then you got <laughs> permabanned <laughs> well then I put in an appeal basically being like oi twitter if your priorities are that you would care more about a word that fucking exists in a dictionary rather than someone that's trying to convince people to break the law and spread a deadly virus around you should fucking look at your morals so I expect to be reinstated otherwise <laughs> if you don't I at least expect you to also fucking remove her post and I'm waiting for their reply. <laughs> I mean, one thing you could also do is just set up a new account called You Sir Are A Cunt 2. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep doing it. Just keep trolling it. I mean, I, I would, but I'm really not that invested in it. I just wanted to call it a cunt, and I did. So so you, you got what you needed out of the experience. Yeah, but now I've gone down the path of trying to be a bit moral about it, and I'm not really sure I'm into it, but I've done it now, haven't I? Yeah, you're trying to go all all like, but do you disagree that she's a cunt? That's the crux of the matter. (laughs) It's it's like that Mean Girls meme. So you agree? (laughs) So you agree? (laughs) People like this should be banned. (laughs) It's just people are nonsense. I, I just gave up trying to change anybody's mind a long time ago. No one's changing anybody's mind. The world is literally going to burn. Let's just have some fun before then. That's my basic opinion on life. Oh, somebody's calling me, and I don't have the slightest idea who it is. But if I had to bet, since since this 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 time of the year is usually when I change my mobile phone, it's some company that's bought bought my information off some dodgy company who know that my phone contract is about is up. Who are trying NHS to sell track me. and trace, mate. That's it. There is a way that you can find out who's calling you, though. Uh, there's, there's several ways I can do it. I can answer the phone. I'll soon know. <laughs> that's 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 pretty much what I meant. 
Yeah, I, do you know, I, I, I just don't care. It's pretty simple. Leave me a message and I'll think about it. And there's a 97% chance I will, will not be ringing you back. Other than that, you'll just have to accept the fact that ringing me is not a way to get my attention. Also, emailing me isn't really a way to get my attention because I ignore half the people who ever email me because it's just <laughs> recruiters trying to give me a job I don't want. Yeah, essentially, I'm really only available as a human being to the people who already know me. I sometimes wonder why I don't make new friends. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, no, I think it's very, very clear. <laughs> um, this is Pete going, oh, I really need to take this call, guys. <laughs> no, I, th- I actually think it might have been Amazon who just delivered me something. Oh, they call you now? Well, I mean, it came might from... Might I just throw it in the vicinity of my, my building, and then it, it that's came, it. It came from an O2O number, so that's like a London land, landline number. But at the same time, I immediately, after the person put the phone down, I immediately got a delivery notice. And, oh, it's weird. Amazon take pictures now. Oh, it's actually outside my house. Let me just go and pick that up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow, that, you know, that was a saga, that was, wasn't it? <laughs> if only I had my You Are A Cunt's uh, Twitter account, I'd comment on Pete's cunt. <laughs> I'll do it. Does it? Does it? Does Pete have his own Twitter? I think he's just got the banned ones. Oh, doesn't he use that f- to to troll though? Isn't he got like five accounts on Twitter or something? Uh, he's got. It's from his days of trolling. Yeah. No, there's like a million Peter Martins. Anyway, he's got like the most basic name in the world. <laughs> two two first names. Fuck off. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. You have to get very used to being called Martin. <laughs> if you have my name. Ah, Which, Martin, we've been waiting for you. Five minutes or so. I'm glad you're here. Every single week of my life it's happened to me. Martin Peter. You ever considered yeah. just switching it around? <laughs> yeah, it'd make it easier for them. <laughs> so I bought this jacked XLR cable, but I'm not sure if I've got the right XLR side. Um First world oh, problems. you fool! You've got the old, uh, the old female. Which one's the female? The one that the metal goes in. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's I, what females are for. I, I don't really understand why they're both not called male. Yeah, because it, the in world is very world, homophobic. In my world, that's that's what they. <laughs> yeah. So, male to male or connection. I suppose you've got you've got a cable with two bottoms. so computer games corner what's everyone playing um i completed a game called the dungeons it has loads of times um it's called wait it's got a really long name it was based on a it's true a french audio series um taking the piss out of D &D, the dungeon of nahu le buc um and um I went a bit autistic on it and smashed it out in two or three days. But 20 hours worth of really, really annoying turn-based strategy. <laughs> Why did you play it if you were not enjoying really, it? Well, the, th- the thing is, you get kind of offended when a roll doesn't quite go your way. So you're just about to kill, I don't know, the last monster in some encounter. And you're, you, you go, you attack him... He's only got 10 hit points left. You do damage for 40. You've got this in the bag. He does a critical fail, kills himself, and then you lose the battle. And you're like, what the actual fuck? Um, and it offends you so much that you have to restart it and do it so that you do win the battle. And that's that's all I have to say on that matter, really. I have a very, very different approach to computer games. So the last time I was playing, the last time we did a podcast, I was playing No Man's Sky yeah. Where clearly I had not understood the point of playing the game because I was literally <laughs> moving away from the center of the galaxy in <laughs> random fashion. Legend. So I, I actually engaged with the um, the kind of one of the story missions and I, I did it all and I got right to the end where I, oh God, I can't, like, is it Artemis? I can't remember the name. Yeah, Artemis, of, yeah. But you, you're talking to some computer or something. Nada. No, I I. Yeah, there's there was somebody called Null. You had to go talk to all the different races in the in the thing and learn about them, and it was quite tedious actually. Yeah. And I got right to the last mission, and he's asking loads of questions, and I didn't even realise it was the last mission until I looked it up. 
But in the in the last in in the last interview, the game fucking crashed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I continued playing it, but I kind of realised, ah, right, that's the end of the game. So I don't want to do any of that. It's boring. So I played it for a bit longer, and then eventually realised this this game is fucking the most repetitive thing on planet Earth. Even and the, the weird thing yeah, is that yeah, yeah. massive update happened as well, and. I don't know what was going like I went to random places I hadn't been before and everything just still looked the same. Do I actually have to like start the <laughs> game again to experience this new update? Because I don't I don't no, want to no. do that. So, essentially there's an extra planet in every system now with new cool shit in it. Um so you probably have just ended up landing on planets that were based on the old formula. The old algorithm rather than the new one. But, I mean, you're not going to see anything like... You're not going to be like, oh, my God, this is blowing my mind. It's just going to be like, oh, oh I get... Oh, the, the grass on this planet is pink. I've not seen that before. Okay, great. So, that... I mean, it's still fun. It's actually quite a fun game because um, it's custom designed for my needs because it's ambient as fuck. But, again, I played it for like 175 hours and then decided I'd had enough of it. Have you built a base? Oh, yeah, built a base. Really shitty base as well. Um, like, like a little I wood no shack. Fl- I have no flair for that kind of thing. <laughs> have you built a base on your freighter? Um, I built. I have built some bits on my freighter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. So, so it's I... more the, the kind of open sandboxiness where you can just... Like, there's loads of stuff to do, but with no reason to do it is its biggest downfall, I think. Like, you can get a... Um, like a big walking battlesuit mech thing that like destroys enemies and sent um, and sentinels and things. But there's no point in doing it because you can just you can do all that, but more slowly anyway. <laughs> it's just like ah, oh, cool. I've got this robot now, or cool. I've got this submarine. Brilliant. Well, the, the one of the things that ruined it for me is I figured out. So I spent the longest time only having alt 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 pass level one. Yeah, and then I figured out how to get level two and three, mm-hmm. and so for ages I was playing it, not having access to these rooms that you needed Outly Pass version three for. And then when I got version three, I realised there's fuck all in them. Yeah, 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 a couple of bits of carbon, some plants. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's the point where I went, "Fuck this game! This game is fucking stupid." <laughs> so got your money's I... worth though, 175 hours. Oh yeah, no, it was like. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot for until about the last 20 hours that I was just going through the motions and wondering what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> so then I bought um I bought the Mafia remastered series which are in in reality actually only Mafia 1 has been remastered. And it was like it's like properly old school because it came out in like 2002 or something but mm. like they've put a a new skin on it. So it looks it actually looks really nice. But it's just kind of really weird in that it presents like an open world game completely. And it absolutely is not an open world game in any way, shape or form. <laughs> you just drive to the next mission. Yeah. But it was actually it was kind of weird because I actively seek out games where there is no linear path through them. Um, or there's li- there's not much in the way of a linear path through them. So it was actually kind of a weirdly nice change of play- pace playing a game where it just goes from mission one to mission two to mission three to mission four and the end. See, yeah, that's that's the way I like games to be. I don't like really people just going, ah, here's, here's, here's a torch and a backpack and a pickaxe. Go on, just have a go. I'm like, oh, no, fuck this. There's too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I finished it in like a week and a half. It's not a particularly long game. But it was, it was fun. And then I started playing Mafia 2 and then realised, oh, fucking hell, this is like literally still the, t- the 2010 version of this game. So fuck this. I played it for about ten minutes and then realized no fucking way am I playing this. It's tedious as fuck. So then I moved on to Mafia 3, which I don't I'd played a bit of before. And I, I'm still playing it and it's it's again, it's really, really repetitive and stupid, but I don't know, it's kind of doesn't uh, there are worse things to have than a game where you just literally go get to drive around and shoot people. <laughs> shoot gangsters. And that's it. And in a week and a half, the new Xbox comes out, and no new games come out for it. So it's literally the most pointless purchase ever, other than to have a really, really quiet Xbox yeah. where the where the games will load super quickly. 
I don't, I don't actually regret any of the decisions one. I made on buying it on day one. Yeah. I'm quite looking forward to all of that. You can resume like 12 different games know, at a time, that, can't that's you? That's cool. That's really cool. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like enough of a step up for me. And, and exactly as you say, like the only reason for me to buy an Xbox or a PS5 is that it has something unique that I can't get on PC and not just the specifics of whoa you can only play Spider-Man on PlayStation yeah but it's just knobbing about a city punching things anyway isn't it so like as exciting as that might be for some people I'm just I've seen the open world do a mission game a million times so thanks yeah I'll just wait for a Gran Turismo have you not finished Fingio yet? Uh, Assassin's Creed? yeah uh, Origins? Nah, I got really annoyed with it because it gates off all the content until you've done level and you've got to go do boring side quest shit or explore a tomb. It's like, oh, I don't want to explore, I just want to mainline it so I can say I've done it. You've literally spent the summer playing this. You can't give up now. Oh, I've not given up completely. I'll, I'll, I'll get round to it. Maybe I'll have another crack at it this weekend, see if I can get it done. No, you've got some guitar to play this weekend. Yeah, that don't take long, does it? I'm fucking immense. <laughs> Are you recording a new album? Um, yeah, we've sort we've, of. Um, <laughs> we, we've spent something like five years. Um, actually, it might even be seven years. It's like a ridiculous <laughs> amount of time trying to finish this album, um, where we had quite a long hiatus. Why I went down a rabbit hole of writing hip hop. Also, I, I've I've released six albums on Spotify and other streaming platforms this year, so I should plug it. So look up forward slash beats on whatever streaming platform you want and get some really great hip-hop. I really like it. Really great it's... ambient stuff for when you're working. Yeah. yeah. It's my endorsement, Pete. Cool. I, was it volume? I think my favourite was volume. Oh, yeah. Um, volume one. Classic. That's well the worst. <laughs> Do you think so? No, yeah. It was either that or two. Like, I can't, I can't remember which one. Did, was it two? Maybe it was two. I, I don't know. It's... Um, Hold on, I, d- I downloaded it. Yeah, I I released a I released another one about three weeks ago. Are you making significant amounts of money off it, Pete? Do you want to know exactly how much streaming money I've made off it so far? Let's hear it. Come on. All right. So the total cost of getting it on the streaming platforms is about thirty quid, plus about seven dollars per release. So that's six six releases. So, um, what's seven times six? 42. 42. So we're talking like $72 overall. And I have made, you wait for it, $11.48. Hey, that's not bad though. Amazing. You're still in deficit. I'm, oh, well, I mean, you know, in terms of like my investment in making music versus what I get back. I am ten thousand pound in the hole. Tax free, that <laughs> tax free. <laughs> well, um, no. So, volume three. Sorry, I've just looked it up. Oh yeah, volume three. Which what's on volume three? I don't even remember. Let's have a look. So, in the Smoking Valley. Oh yeah, I like that one. That's cool. Empty Way. Um, volume three. Yeah, volume three is quite good. Play at the Burial. I really like that one. And um, the last couple of songs on it as well. I really like it. Play at the burial. I remember. I remember when I sort of came up with the kind of there's a kind of weird string part on it, and I thought, oh, that's so fucking good. And usually, like, I'm quite, I'm quite, as I was saying earlier, I'm quite goal oriented. Like, I set myself a goal and then I do it. So most of the tracks, like, I'll start on a Monday and I'll finish. I, I might start two tracks on a Monday or Tuesday, and by the weekend I finish them. But that one, I kind of put to one side and I thought to myself, I'm just going to sit, I'm going to tinker with this one for a few weeks. And that was like the last one I finished on that record. And uh, yeah, I like it. But anyway, I'm not, this, this is not a podcast to suck my own dick. Yeah, but you smashed it, didn't you? <laughs> what a sales pitch. Yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah. you like that kind of thing. I, I do, although I'm really, really, one of the reasons why I went back to migrant worker stuff is, I so I re- I released the most recent one on uh, what's the exact date I released it uh, October the ninth. Fucking hell! Look at you, you've got it open October the ninth, and it, the other albums I just immediately started the next one, and I haven't finished a thing since October the ninth. I just have not been able. I just haven't had the just. My, I feel like completely burnt out from 
doing all that work. Uh, so I thought, I'm going to do something different, and then pulled out the Migrant Workers on Gravity, which I'm going to spend the weekend working on. And it's cool. Get it released. Release a single. Would you release the entire album single by single? That's probably what we'll end up doing. Yeah, why not? Um, so, is anybody else playing any computer games? I'm about to start Last of Us 2 because I got it for my birthday, so that's my weekend plans. Because ah. I love the first one, so yeah. I did them um, uh, back to back. I, I, I say I did them. I've not finished The Last of Us 2 because I got to a. Um, yeah, there was uh, a bit where you had to shoot and drive a car at the same time. <laughs> no, <laughs> I got, no I, otherwise, you know, I would have just deleted the game and snapped the disc. Um, no, the, uh, there's a bit where you really, really expect what's going to happen, and then it does happen. Um, uh-huh. And and I was like, wow, that was too predictable. Oh. So I'll give it a minute, and then I'll come back to it. But I mean, you, your you know your mileage will vary, obviously. Um, up to that point, though, fantastic. Okay. Um, good, good. So yeah, definitely, definitely avoid any and all spoilers you can because yeah. it's such a like, um, like a story plot centric game. Okay. So. It's about this dude trying to fuck some young girl, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was what put me off, see? He slipped her a finger and that was it. I was like, ah, oh, this has just gone too far. Jump the shark here. All right, can we go on to TV? So have you lads watched The Boys? You all been watching The Boys? I don't no. know. I've Amazon never Prime? even heard of it. I haven't heard of it. What's that? It's like um, if superheroes were in the real uh... world and corrupt and knobheads... No, I, I, I've not watched it. Now I know what it is. I'm not going to be watching it. <laughs> not really into that... superheroes. To really? Be no, not Jesus. really. No. So all the Marvel stuff just yeah, pass you by. Passes me by entirely. I'm afraid. It, it well. is literally for incels and QAnons. Fuck <laughs> it. Well, it looks like I pitched this to the wrong crowd, doesn't it? Off we go. Never mind. I've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> So anyway, you're going to ask Kat a question. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, it's not a question. As I said, it's a it's a discussion point. Uh-huh. Um, so it's about cancel culture. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Well, sort of about cancel culture. Sure. Um, oh, I've got so... a co- I've got a comment on that. Okay, good. Then you can add to this uh, this discussion, <laughs> which is the point. Um, so after the Me Too movement, and with cancel culture the way it is, for me. A right-wing, red-blooded man in this world. <laughs> it is as hard as me, uh, as hard for me to exist as it is for women in the Middle East. <laughs> uh, Discuss. Um, I mean, I can't even be myself, otherwise I'll get cancelled or taken to, to prison or court for my various sexual offences and advances. <laughs> like what? What's can't the e- game? Can't even say your English no more. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, they lock you up in prison. <laughs> so you know, like all these right wing people are, you know, they claim about can they they complain? Sorry, they complain about cancel culture. But you know, now that Jeremy Corbyn's been cancelled and they're celebrating it, does that mean that they actually like can- cancel? Well, like so many things in life, we're all deeply selective about what we choose to get outraged about. <laughs> not, not a single one of us has any consistency in our own moral outlook on no, the world. Definitely not. I mean, some are worse than others, but like, I think we're all pretty imperfect. So I stopped myself. I was having a spat on Twitter with some knobhead. Um, he, uh, I looked on his profile, and he was like a Jim Core. Uh, like, oh, I'm going to link this guy who says, you know, open your eyes. They're just trying to control you. Like, for a start, like, who's they? Why do they want to control morons? Blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I went in deep because I called him an imbecile. Um, and he he said to me, from a gamer, and then put an emoji in. I don't know what the emoji was. It was just a yellow face, lad. Um, and uh, so I was like, right, I'm going in. So I looked... Uh, I reverse image searched his picture, found his website, <laughs> found his name, and then went on his LinkedIn to find out that he'd moved from doing 27 years of being a nurse into spinning up um, some counselling business. And counselling, as you know, you don't need a qualification to do it. You just like sit in a room and talk to people. So I called him a snake oil salesman. <laughs> But what I really wanted to say and what I stopped myself doing was saying, (laughs) um, you're pretending to be a counsellor when in reality, um, 
all you've done is take temperatures and wipe asses for 27 years. So why don't you get back in your box, you prick? Um, but I stopped myself saying that um, a little bit because I wanted to save it for this. But um, <laughs> like, you are you are afraid that you might get me too from this guy. Well, I think also it's um, as you say, we're very selective about the things we get outraged about. Because if I saw a right winger making that same comment to a nurse, I'd be fucking livid. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, nah. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the difference is you've thought about it and then, like, thought twice, whereas they wouldn't. Yeah, I didn't think twice when I called him an imbecile, and that's what caused this spat, but there we go. That's that's what we've got to live with. Is that another one of those words that you're not supposed to use anymore, like retard? Oh, it's no. I don't know. I don't know either. Because I keep (laughs) calling people retards, and I know I'm not supposed to, but it's quite a good insult. Ah, Karen does, (laughs) and she's a doctor, so you're all right. She's a mental health doctor. <laughs> I'm going to look up imbecile. Actually, I'm going to see if that's what does what's the root meaning of imbecile. I'm interested now. It's actually one of those words that is exactly the same in in every Spanish, language. Yeah, <laughs> imbecile. I like do you know it. you call some oil? You don't call someone, but the word retard in French just means late. Yeah. So you're like she's a retard, but it just means she's late. Well, that's she's it, a isn't late. It? Isn't, she's isn't a the late. root? Isn't the root of it that you're late developing yeah, your so, mental yeah. slow like faculties behind? Yeah, I think so. You know, when you said um, something something like his his retort was that's rich coming from a gamer or something. Yeah, you kind of like on my end, it broke up a little bit via the the interwebs, and I thought you said that's a bit rich coming from a gay man. <laughs> I, was be, I was ready to be all outraged on your behalf. <laughs> How dare he? (laughs) Well, Gary does actually have, you know, gamer, um, boxer, queer dude, hero on his Twitter bio. I mean, it's not my job. I mean, he's he's literally doing blackface. Gay blackface. (laughs) I think that's it. It's like... um... Uh, like you could say the same about literally any hobby, right? You could like I could call you an imbecile, and you could be like from a badminton player. <laughs> like, what's that got to do with the argument? <laughs> ah, do you know what? I've just found some interesting information. So, from the early uh, 1900s, the words idiot, imbecile, and moron were used in a psychological classification system. I can read you those classifications. So, idiot. Oh, do let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Idiots were those so defective that the mental development never exceeded that of a normal child of about two years old. Uh, Imbeciles were those whose development is higher than that of an idiot, but whose intelligence does not exceed that of a normal child of about seven. And morons were those whose mental development is above that of an imbecile, but does not exceed that of a child of 12 years old. So an idiot's more offensive. Yeah. You've got to use idiot. Yeah, idiot's the worst, yeah. So can I ask, does that effectively mean that... So some people call retard the R-bomb. Does that kind of mean the idiot yeah. is the I-bomb? Yeah, or if basically everything's offensive and everyone should be cancelled immediately. I want to be cancelled. <laughs> I, I I think I think it would actually be quite a hugely advantageous to be cancelled. Yeah, judging just, by people like Lawrence Fox, you just get a, like a prime time slot on a morning breakfast show yeah. to talk about how you've been cancelled. It'd be brilliant. You could plug both albums. As soon as you get cancelled, you immediately get that slot. Yeah, they go, oh my God, you've been cancelled. This must be awful for you. You can't make your opinion known. There's no way for you to tell the world your opinion. How does that make you feel on the BBC? <laughs> I had no idea who he was until very recently when I realised he was an idiot. Wait, an idiot or... Or an imbecile or a moron. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's kind of a bit all free, but like... <laughs> What's the age range? He does not. He does not come across like a bright lad. I don't know what he's famous for. I don't know why he's famous. He, he was in a... Um, part of a Let- rich family. Luther. No, he was in Luther. He was an actor. I mean, he's part of a rich family, yeah. which is why he's in Luther, why he's an actor. Exactly. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's... C-list British actor. This has been in one good thing, I believe. And then he also does a, a bit of like acoustic guitar and mumbling. Also, he used to be married to uh, what's her name, Billy. Uh, what is? Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, good work. Does not reflect well on her. Does no, it? I know because no. she's she's a massive lefty. I thought so. God knows what she was doing. I mean, she she did divorce him. 
You're well, mixing her up with Charlotte Church. Am I? I'm sure. I have no idea. Wait, I'm going to have to look into this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, I'm going to have to do more research on this. Does Does Wales love Charlotte Church, Gary? Of course they do. National treasure. They loved her more when she was an innocent child and less of like a slutty grown up. But um, yeah, they don't mind her. No, no, it's all right. Billy Piper, she's all right. She's um, she she attacked the Tories. At some point, she begged voters to reject the Tories at the last election. She also sang Honey to a Bee. Well. Perfect. Great song. It's a great song. No, it's a, it's a good pop song. I feel like that's a greater achievement. Yeah, no, I, I was right. She's definitely not, um, she's definitely not, a, not cunt. a cunt. So why she married a cunt? I mean, she, like I say, she did divorce him, I think, quite swiftly afterwards. But you'd think you'd figure that stuff out before you married someone, wouldn't you? Women seem to love love lovable rogues. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm not a lovable rogue. I wouldn't He's marry that much of a cunt. <laughs> He's one of these guys who, who's like, um, if you say you're an entitled white guy, he goes, that's racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's true. So intersectionalism is middle class, all lives matter. All lives do matter, apart from kids' lives and immigrants' lives. Those lives don't matter. And Lawrence Fox. Well, his life matters a great deal because he can identify more than anyone racism against white people. Did Rocky say? Did Rocky a second say who is he? Because I was thinking that a lot until very recently. Because for a moment, I thought you were talking about Chris Evans. Oh God, yeah. she was married to him as well, wasn't she? Bloody yeah. hell! God, yeah. how that's many... why I was like, who hang on, are you how many times about? has she actually been married? Um, she's not even that old. Only two, I think. Oh, and she's okay. our age, cat. I think. I think she is old. Oh. Well, she basically, she married Chris Evans when she was like 16. That's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, he was, you know, only 35. <laughs> <laughs> Showbiz is hell of a drug. I am 37 now, though. That's that's a new update to the podcast. I was only 36 the last time. So, so you, you're in MILF territory now. Is that the cutoff? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I don't think you actually have to be... Have children no. to be defined as a MILF. I read somewhere that in if you're a porn actress that you're considered a MILF if you go over the age of like 25. So I'm not sure what that <laughs> yeah, says. There's a, <laughs> there's a super weird yeah. um, like uncanny valley with porn actresses where as soon as you're over 22 until you're over 30, you can't get work and then you become a MILF at age 30. <laughs> That's so and then, weird. I mean, 37 is basically granny porn territory. Oh, do you know what? Right, this is like going back to the Billy Piper thing. She was eighteen, and she married Chris Evans when he was thirty-five. That's that's yeah, quite... that's exactly what I said. Yeah, that's... I was on the nose. Yeah, you really were. That's quite weird, isn't it? Like, can you imagine uh, when you were thirty-five, going out with an eighteen-year-old? Like, that's like a child. That's pretty fucked up, isn't it? What would you talk about? Yeah, God knows. <laughs> Mind you, I suppose this was in the noughties. Two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. It was. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there wasn't much to talk about. The internet barely existed. <laughs> Nobody had phones. I'm not going to lie, it's weird. Yeah. I would never completely rule out the idea that a relationship like that couldn't mm. work. To be fair, It's though, just it's about 95% likely to be a bit dodgy. I know. Well, to be fair, like, she would have... Obviously, they got married when she was 18, but that probably means that they were seeing each other when she was, like, 17. Classic, That's classic, classic um, <laughs> rich guy bants. There's nice. nothing like a lot of money to make you look attractive. Well. Was it uh, uh, Steven Tyler? Have I made that up? He had some like 14 year old. He dragged around with him on tour until she was 16. Oh. Then he adopted her. I don't know. What? There's something. Um, uh, no, actually, you're talking about Prince. Am I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's, no, that's exactly what happened. Are Prince you serious? Did this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he married her. Oh Jesus! And then, then four years later, divorced. Oh my God! Wait, Elvis Presley did the same thing, didn't he? Marry uh, Priscilla when she was like incredibly young. I'm gonna. I don't know how. It was definitely like below sixteen. Listen, I I don't want to go too extreme on this, but hear me out and, yeah. and let me finish. I think we need to cancel these guys. Yeah, all of these people are cancelled. <laughs> cancel Prince. Cancel Elvis and cancel Chris Evans as well. Yeah. It's kind of a good job they're dead, apart from Chris Evans. But yeah. <laughs> Are we sure that Chris Evans isn't dead? Yeah, I mean, he's on, is he on Radio 4? Like, I don't pretty know. Pretty much dead. 
All right, anyway, should we move on? 80s horror movies. Oh, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. Um, I love them. I watched uh, the original Halloween the other day. And oh, then... that's a great film. It is. It is. It is. Jamie Lee. Um, yeah. And then I skipped all the ones in between uh, and just watched the newest one with Jamie Lee Curtis in as well. <laughs> that's probably a mistake. Really? You think I should have gone through them sequentially? Uh, no, I think you should have watched the first one. And then forgot the rest of them exist. Oh, no. No. The, the newer one's quite good. Um, See, I, it's funny because I am hella squeamish. So I can't watch horror films whatsoever. Like, the sight of blood makes me want to vomit. What about, like, the psychological ones? Because they're not all, like, gory. Um, I, I have trouble playing the Resident Evil games. Oh, well, so do I, because they're, they're terrifying. But, like... I mean, I, I did play the last one and it... Shit me up! It was oh, Resi Seven. Yeah, it that's was... fucking hard work. That one. I, I didn't finish it. I got quite close to the end, but I didn't finish it because it's just it, it. The the problem with all of them type games is you never have enough bullets, and I know that's the point, but you just you just don't have enough bullets. Do you just... not just put it on easy, man? Um, I think I do, and I still don't have enough. Uh, anyway, so... What are you doing? <laughs> I'm throwing just... bullets. Oh, I'll never need these. Put me in the bin. <laughs> oh, I need to pick up this key. I better delete all my bullets <laughs> rather than this health potion. <laughs> but the thing is, just going back to the movies, I, I used to watch them. I used to be quite an avid consumer of them. I used to go out of my way to scare myself, and I don't know what point in my life that just flipped completely. I mean, actually, I do. I think it's when I had a drugs-induced nervous breakdown in my early twenties, <laughs> and ever since then, I don't really like that kind of thing anymore. Hmm. But yeah, somewhere up to about 21, 21, 22, before any of that happened, yeah, I used to be an avid consumer of scary movies, and yeah, it's the eighties ones, like you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, uh, Candyman, or. Uh, uh, oh, Candyman's great. Can- Candyman is what a, a really... film, and its multitude of sequels, all great. I oh no, not... bees! Yeah, <laughs> I have not seen any of the sequels. What's... I mean, it, it, I just, I just shouted out the plot. Yeah, that bees. Was it. <laughs> Hellraiser. Ah, they're in his mouth. Oh no, <coughs> Hellraiser. Brilliant, and its multitude of sequels. Every one of them worse than the last. Excellent. Yeah, which is what you want from horror yeah, movies. Definitely. And I, I. I appreciate, um, you can see how excited, I'm getting really loud. Yeah, I appreciate when um, a director or a producer or somebody goes out of their way to make sure that at least one component of the, the, the series stays the same. So they always use the same actor for Hellraiser, don't they? Pinhead's always the same guy. He's dead Even though. if, no, he's not. But he died recently, yeah. Well, judging by the movies, he's having a hell of a time wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Like, oh, God. Like these horrible chained daggery ropes digging into him now. Poor bastard. Or he's there still trying to solve a puzzle box. I just <laughs> completely no, made it up. It. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> he's also from Liverpool. He went to the same school as John Lennon. That's a fucking weird fact to know. Yeah. Is, that, is that how you got them mixed up? No, but <laughs> isn't that like super Because I don't know if you know, Pete, John Lennon's dead. <laughs> and he wasn't in Hellraiser, so there's a few things they've got in common there. I've actually just looked it up and there's a theory that he's not dead. Oh, Clive Barker, the, the guy who wrote all of them, also went to Quarry Bank School. This is fucking weird. Like, Quarry Bank High School for boys in Liverpool. Like, there's some fucking weird people who went to that. Hold up now. Clive Barker's not British, is he? He is. Fuck he's me. From, he's from Liverpool. How I, did I not know that? That's I weird. Had, I had absolutely no idea. I've got, a, I've got a box set which has every single Nightmare on Elm Street film, which is brilliant. Um, and I tried to make Karen watch all of them, but she wouldn't. We got through, like... Maybe two and a half before she was just like, no, you can't. I can't watch this. It's awful. <laughs> I'm spotting a theme here with you. It's the completionist theme. You, you, you constantly want a complete entire sets of things. Yeah. And that's fucking bananas. Oh, Evil <laughs> Dead. Evil Dead. Jesus. Evil Dead. What, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a horror film, but The Thing. 
I don't like that at all. The thing is absolutely a horror film. Maybe not for the first 40 minutes. Um, But then once you realise what's going on and people start getting fucking twisted into these horrible... Spoilers, guys, for this film that came out in what... 1982. Yeah. <laughs> um, when when actually the people who are possessed by it start morphing into the fucking aliens. That's horrible. I've never got all the way through it. The remake is absolutely awful. The remake is almost on, um, you know, Hostel, kind of like gore porn stuff. I watched 20 minutes of Hostel and just... I think by that point, that was after my drugs-induced nervous breakdown and couldn't watch it. Like the minute after. Yeah, got <laughs> 20 minutes into it and then realised, no, I can't do this. Oh, Videodrome. See, I wouldn't call that a horror film. I'm looking down a list of the 50 best horror films. Videodrome is a great film. Where is Nightmare on Elm Street? It is uh, five. Yeah, about right. What's the number one then? Number one is The Shining. That's not uh, a horror I film. Think, I think that's a bit of a wanky pick, that is. Like, it's obviously it's a... Uh, it's a good film and a good book, but is it really a horror? Don't tell me you know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I've read quite a lot of Stephen King, and I probably shouldn't have because he's not great. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of it's overrated. A, all of all of his stuff that he wrote in like the the seventies and eighties, I guess, um, all goes in like a weird paedophilia direction at some point. In um, in it, at one point, um, when all the kids find themselves down in the sewer, um, a, a turtle turns up, and it literally just it turns up. It's like, what's going on with this clown and eating kids? Turtle, turtle, shh, turtle. Um, and then all the boys have sex with the one girl. Um, and they're all like 14 and 15 at this point. It's like, well, yeah, yeah I don't know. Put the book down in disgust, cancelled him. <laughs> You're cancelled, King. I think he said in later years, like I don't really know what was going on in them days. Probably shouldn't have written that bit. Just too much code. <laughs> yeah. Number three in this list is Aliens. Is is that a horror film? I reckon um, it is. You know, I was reading about yeah, this um, so. a few days ago, and apparently, I mean, basically, it's like your classic haunted house horror, but in space. It's definitely. <laughs> it doesn't really have the psychological twist that the original Alien has. When I was probably fifteen, I would have said the second, the sequel was the superior movie. But yeah. as a big boy, no, obviously the original <laughs> is the best. Yeah, it's just a bit too long. I've got the uh, I've got the director's cut, and I'm just like, fuck me, how long is this film? It's seven hours. Nine hours. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen the Alien yet. Jesus. Yeah, you. And you I know s- there is one. You don't get any clue of it for six and a half hours. No. I mean, I know I've said it before, but literally every movie ever written could be an hour and a half long, with the exception of Godfather 1 and 2, and that's probably it. And even then, I probably would have just turned them into four movies instead of having it as two. Yeah, just 90-minute bang, and then, you know, when you get to the 90-minute mark, regardless of what's happening on screen, (laughs) cut, hard cut, that's it. Big conversation. Very good. Fuck me, that was a cliffhanger. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. So I'm just looking through the rest of the list. Number seven, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Part Two. Yeah, I didn't even know there was, I didn't a, part know there was two. a Part Two. Uh, yeah, wasn't it? It was released way, way later on. Um, well, in reality, it was actually only probably about 15 years later on. But we, it's the we first divide one's up. fucking terrifying. Like I remember bunking off school once and watching that, and it's fucking horrendous. Uh, it's not now. Well, maybe not because I was like a child when I watched it. <laughs> it's, it's like if you if you watch the Terminator now, like I remember when I was a kid, um, the scene where he gets fucked up in a gunfight <laughs> goes into a bathroom and pops his eye out of his face. I remember that like, oh my god, what a horrific scene! But if you watch it now, <laughs> it's brilliant because it's just like some massive sweaty rubber head that looks a. <laughs> Like, only the vaguest, vaguest bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and then this, like, totally disembodied hand comes up and <laughs> does all the thing with his spoon. It's brilliant. It's worth watching again just for that bit because it's laugh-out-loud funny. But, yeah, but exactly the same as Texas Chainsaw. Like, you you look at it now and, like, 
when when they're actually chopping people with the chainsaw, it's just a chainsaw like resting on them and like this <laughs> this pink blood randomly spraying everywhere. Yeah, and you're like, probably. oh fuck, mate, what's going on? In my brain, it was like horrendous. Like the way I remember it is like this awful like meat hooks and chainsaws. And... Yeah, 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 leave it there. Never ever watch the actual film again, um, and just leave it there because if you watch it again, it'll totally delete and any of those memories and go like, ah, nothing wrong with it. Pretty much, pretty much. Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know that I've ever seen it. What happens in it? Kids go to a summer camp and get slowly picked off one by one. I mean, replace summer camp with literally any other setting you've got every <laughs> horror film ever made. But, but this is the summer camp one and the hockey mask. I don't think I've ever seen that, actually. Oh, I'll get the original watched, you, you losers. <laughs> well, it's like I say, I'm all squeamish i'm a soft boy yeah but these are these old ones mate they won't scare you you'll just be yeah, like yeah they're just really cheesy now because yeah. they, i don't think you understand how as... soft i am or <laughs> <laughs> how drug addled your brain is yeah. american I... werewolf in london is apparently a horror film yeah of course it is that's great it's a werewolf movie no well that's yeah, horror werewolf... isn't it surely is it? This is a piece that actually this is a, a supernatural <laughs> chiller. Yeah. Well, we'll see how much gore's in it, and if there's a certain percentage reached of gore in this werewolf film, it becomes a werewolf horror subgenre. I'm Karen and I, although we've not started, we plan to watch every Nicolas Cage movie ever in order. <laughs> Jesus, Gary! <laughs> For God's sake! What do you think? You've gotta stop that? doing this. What's your opinion on that matter? You're not going to finish. We will. That's my opinion. Well, how many you... movies has he been in? Uh, <laughs> I think it's about fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Let, right, I'm going to pull. I'm pulling out a list of his filmography. Do it. Right. So uh, we're going to talk about the ones I've definitely seen. Um, I think so, the first few are really good. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is his first film. I should yep, probably break it to you that she, he's been in at least 115 films. <laughs> no. <laughs> I looked it up. I didn't think it was that many, but I was just scrolling. I was scrolling down the list of them and just getting just a feel Googled for how many. How many were. films has Nicolas Cage been in? And it has come up with at least 115. So nice. Get to clear like your diary. <laughs> like 200 hours of Nicolas Cage <laughs> boom it's about Who 500 hours probably um, yeah uh, it's the Wikipedia article says he's appeared in over 110 nice yeah. so uh, yeah Fast Times at Richmond High is his uh, first film it's barely got him in it I mean if you were just going to watch the bits of films that have him in them um, maybe that wouldn't be so bad I no mean, no we're going to watch the entire films obviously about his 10th film, or 8th film, Peggy Sue Got Married. That's pretty good. I've seen that. Raising Arizona, I've seen. But the thing is that you've got to watch films, things like 8mm from 1999, which oh, I've fuck. seen. No! <laughs> and that is a fucking bollocks movie. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, got to get it done. See, I'm, I'm, I have absolutely no issue with watching a shit film. Like, nothing. I will sit through it happily. What's the one where he can time travel, but only a little bit before and forwards and backwards? Um, he can only do, like, a few seconds. Uh, uh, knowing. Knowing. That's what it is. I, where is that? Oh, knowing. Yeah. Uh, pl- yeah. He knows everyone's future. Except one girl. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> you are never... Will we, will we smash? I don't know. <laughs> if you're anybody else, I'd know. Not you, though. So, you we'll know, work it out. In, in 2021, he's in four different films. Yeah, but that's only, like, maximum six hours in 2021. Easy. And, as we know, we'll all be home anyway. So, <laughs> easy peas. In 2019, How is he, he was still in... working this much. He takes anything. He's a legend. <laughs> He's just like, listen, I've got to work hard. I spend all my money on hookers and blow. <laughs> he did seven. He did seven films in 2019. 
And that seems to be a fairly consistent pattern as well. But you've got to say, he's not one of these guys, right, who, who will do one good film or a couple of good films and then just retire. He's a hard-working, blue-collar guy, just yeah, like me. So the like, least I can do to reward him <laughs> for his hard-working life is to watch every single one of his movies <laughs> in order and perhaps review them. Holy shit, I, mean, I, just, found, I just found the reason why... Nicholas Cage does any role. <laughs> That's just hilarious. He basically was worth $150 million and he's, he blew his entire fortune on a private island and a dinosaur skull and now is only worth $25 million. Only. Got to, got to keep topping up his bank yeah. account, hasn't he? He bought 15 different properties... Uh, including a twenty-five million water pound million dollar waterfront home in Newport Beach. Uh, except there's a bunch of others as well. Blah 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 blah. He bought a castle, two castles. I'm sorry, two castles that he bought. Um, an island in the Bahamas. He bought, he bought himself a nine foot tall burial tomb. <laughs> <laughs> He bought, a hero. he bought shrunken pygmy heads. He bought a £450,000 Lamborghini. He bought... <laughs> he spent £150,000 on a pet octopus. <laughs> See, he's an absolute legend. And as I've said, the minimum we can do to reward him for this behaviour is to watch his movies. Oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah, so basically he like lost all his money and then he owed the IRS... He didn't like, lose it. He well, he spent it. it. And then he yeah. also owed the IRS like $6 million because he didn't pay tax for some reason. Um, he spent $30,000 on wine. Um, Segway. So, Gary, you drank all your expensive wine that you were talking yeah, it's, about. Yeah, it's not a great story. So I, I thought, well, actually, um, I've, I've got a recommendation for you um, for a, a certain Malbec, um, but not as a result of trying to collect wine. So I thought I was going to try and collect wine. Um after I bought my, after I bought my, after I got my bonus from work, didn't I, I give you this one, advice that my, this, this was never going to work? <laughs> nah, I did, yeah, and it didn't work. Is is the answer? Um, so we bought two uh, expensive bottles of wine. One of them was eight years old, and one of them was twelve years old. And we were like, yeah, well, wine's supposed to be old, isn't it? So that'd be fine. Um, and we'd basically we drunk absolutely everything in the house um and we're gasping uh, which I predicted. for some drink i predicted yeah. this and then we were like well we were looking for an excuse I, I can't remember what what it was maybe it was my birthday or something i was like let's just have a little you know we'll have a go on one of the, one of these wines and we were like let's just look up look up how much it's worth so i had paid like 70 quid for one of them and i, I don't know 65 for the other and one of them was worth like 15 quid and one of them was like eight quid and i was like what the actual fuck so we smashed them down and they taste like shit and we were like nah fuck this this is rubbish so the only way i think to do it is you can't just go to like a like a wine shop or, or anywhere and just rely on it being a bit expensive and a bit old i think you just have to order it in online and spend like hundreds um and just just chuck it in a cabinet somewhere and, and have it that but yeah very disappointed and sulking a bit now so I'm like I'm not going to collect wine I think um, I, I think I would make a suggestion that um, I don't think it's humanly possible for a Welsh person and an Irish person to collect wine <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty right I've got a, I've got a turmeric story <laughs> this sounds Let's go. amazing bring it on go ahead right so um, I couldn't be more excited <laughs> <laughs> so um my better half, I, she went to the supermarket and I, I gave her a list of things to get. And one of the things was turmeric, so I was making a curry. And she came back and said, they had, they had no powdered turmeric whatsoever, but I've got you these, uh, it's like a root. Now, I'd seen, ter I'd seen turmeric in its raw form before, but it, it was always like dried roots. And what she brought back was like wet, it's like wet plant roots. So I thought, right, okay. I can use this. I can make this. Use this must be from the garden centre, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can make use of this. But so I got a food processor and I blended it completely down to to like a paste, and then I put it in the in my big 
kind of turmeric plastic tub, I want to say. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I kind of left it. And then the next day, I just heard this, this pop and didn't think anything <laughs> of it. And seemingly, uh, turmeric, when, when in its raw, root, rooty form, before it gets dried out, it lets off a gas as it presumably decomposes. And the gas built up to a like really quite amazing degree and then popped the top off this this tub and it went I didn't find it for two days. <laughs> it was on the other side of the kitchen. Were they just like little stubby little yellow things? They were actually red. That's the way they're actually red when they're kind of wet. Uh, okay, I'm just looking at pictures now, but yeah, I can see. Um you were probably fermenting them. Yeah. They, if you'd have put a bit of sugar in them, you'd have made turmeric booze. I mean, I, I like turmeric, but it's hard for me to imagine a, a liqueur made from it. <laughs> ah, surely it'd be delicious. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so there's my life admin. Life life advice is don't, you know, dry your turmeric if it's wet. <laughs> I've just walked in on this conversation. I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you know, I, ju- I just wanted to figure out, like, because I, 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 quite, I quite like chemical reactions, so I just thought I'd, I'd type in raw turmeric gas and the first thing that comes up is does raw turmeric give you gas and what's the answer I mean the literal answer is yes isn't it Uh, yes (laughs) it can provide you gas (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it means like flatulence well of course but but my point is like I wanted to figure out what was going on (laughs) But there are no, there is. There's no the scholarly internet. articles whatsoever describing this chemical reaction. No. I mean, it's possible that the world doesn't know about it, and I, ju- I'm the one who found out. <laughs> you invented it. Yeah. Brilliant. 